Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 42. Picky Ida and the White Croatian Truffles. I'm Maria Calancini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. So, happy 2018. And before I get started with this Goop Tale, I just want to apologize for something. I got a really sweet email from a family that listens to Goop Tales over the holidays, and they were wondering if I was okay because I hadn't put out a Goop Tale in a long time. And I apologize for that because I did say that I was going to put one out every other week, and I bit off a little more than I could chew towards the end of the year. So moving forward in 2018, it really is my goal to be much more consistent with putting these out um, a couple times a month. And I'm getting my production schedule in order and I'm getting my sound editor in order because it just takes a lot of work behind the scenes to get everything ready to roll. But um, I apologize for saying that because I shouldn't have made a promise I couldn't keep. But let's look forward to 2018 and way more Goop Tales. And in today's episode, we are going to go to Croatia, a land that I have never been to and am hoping to go to this year. And if I do, I will let you know and put up some photos of that on social media. And we're going to go meet Picky Ida, who, as you can imagine, is a picky eater. And I'm sure somebody listening to this must be a picky eater. Um, I actually thought of my nephew, who is a very, very picky eater, my nephew Teo, and uh, he inspired bits of this story. So in any case, Picky Ida is going to go to Croatia, where she has some very unusual encounters, and where she finds some white truffles. And the reason it's white truffles is because when I was researching the story, The largest white truffle ever was found in Croatia. And white truffles are very rare and hard to find. So that's the reason I picked Croatia and the right white truffles. So uh, let's get started with the story and stay tuned on the other side. And I will tell you how to find all of the photos that go with this story and how to download a free Goop Tales coloring book. So I will see you on the other side. Picky Ida. She has a funny name, Picky Ida. Yet never a little girl was sweeter. So seldom was she found to blame. You'll wonder how she got her name. But if you dined with her, you'd know. Her table manners, they were low. Chapter 1 once upon a time, there was a little goop girl named Picky Ida. She was the most amiable little goop girl you could hope to meet. Picky Ida didn't have a mean or jealous bone in her tiny goop body. She was good to the core. The only fault any of the other goops could ever find with her was that she was the pickiest eater ever. Picky Ida could draw out a simple meal for hours because she refused to eat what was placed in front of her. Her mother used to tell her that she couldn't leave the table unless she cleaned her plate. 
but it never happened. Pekiida would just sit quietly and not touch a morsel of food. Once, she sat for three days in a row. She slept in her chair because she didn't want to eat what was on her plate. Her mother finally gave up and realized that she would never persuade Pekiida to eat anything she didn't care to eat. And that was just about everything. Pekiida's favorite food was hot chocolate, if you can consider that a food. She would make hot chocolate her only food group if she could. But from time to time, she did have to consume something else. She would pick at macaroni and cheese and cheese pizza. But that was about the extent of it. Pekiida could rarely be persuaded to try other foods. She just looked at them and said, No, it's icky. But you haven't even tried it. Why not? Her good goop friend Why Musty would ask. Why Musty would ask over and over again, Why? Why? I don't understand you, Picky Eda. Why won't you just give it a try? You don't know what you're missing out on. Why Musty would say as he ate a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs. Picky Eda would just stare at the meatballs and then pronounce them, Yucky! Why Musty was quite a foodie, so he didn't mind Picky Eda's ways too much because he knew he could always eat what she left behind. But he did wonder why she had such a closed mind to new food. One lovely spring day, why Musty decided to play a trick on Picky Eda. He knocked on her door and called out, Picky Eda, come truffle hunting with me. Chocolate truffles were one of the few foods that Picky Eda enjoyed. So she thought to herself, Truffle hunting? Well, that sounds delicious. I didn't know you could hunt truffles. Then she giggled <laughs> and tied on her little hat, grabbed her hot chocolate, and trotted down the stairs to meet Why Musty. Why Musty smiled to himself <laughs> as he heard Picky Eda come down the stairs. His plan had worked. Why Musty knew that there were two kinds of truffles the chocolate kind, and the mushroom kind. The mushroom kind were rare and expensive and grew underground. But Picky Eda didn't know that. Picky Eda threw open her door as she took a sip of hot chocolate and said, Okay, lead me to the truffles. I'm ready to hunt them. Okay, but before we go, you have to promise me one thing said Why Musty. Uh, what? Asked Picky Eda very suspiciously. If we find a truffle, you have to promise me that you will have one bite of it, said Why Musty. But of course, I'll probably have more than one bite. You know I love truffles, proclaimed Picky Eda. Why Musty smiled inwardly. So off they went deep into a nearby forest to hunt for truffles. Follow me, I know the way, said Why Musty, as he wove in and out of giant trees. Okay, whatever you say, 
said Picky Ida as she sipped at her hot chocolate. I have to say, though, that this seems a strange place to hunt for truffles. I thought you were going to take me to the chocolate shop, and we would hunt there. Picky Ida laughed. <laughs> oh, no. These are very special truffles, and they can only be found in the forest, said Why Musty. Well, then, they must be delicious. I can't wait, sang out Picky Ida. Why Musty stopped and held his head up in the air, looked around, and then down. Then he pointed to a patch of dirt in the ground that was surrounded by tiny pig prints. Here is where we will dig for truffles, he said as he leaned down and began to dig. Pigs always know where the truffles are due to their keen sense of smell. There are pig prints here, so there must be truffles here. Oh, I didn't know about this. Hmm, truffles and pigs, Picky Ida murmured to herself. But I would love to find a truffle and eat it. Let's dig, Why Musty, let's dig. Why Musty smiled to himself as they began to fling up dirt. Within just a few minutes, Why Musty pulled out what looked to be a mushroom and called out, Look, Picky Ida, I found the first truffle, and now you must try it. Picky Ida glared over at the mushroom and squinted her eyes. I will not try that. You tricked me. I thought you meant a chocolate truffle, and that looks like a mushroom. Well, mushroom or not, it is a truffle, and it is delicious, and you promised you would try it. Come on, you can't break your promise. Picky Ida never broke her promises but she felt very upset about being tricked. She carefully set down her hot chocolate and took the truffle from Why Musty. Okay, one tiny bite, because I never break my promises, but you're going to get it, she said. Picky Ida took the tiniest bite possible of the truffle, and as she swallowed it, she said, Why Musty, I wish you were one inch tall, you trickster. And just like that, Picky Ida began to shrink smaller and smaller and smaller. Yikes! Stop! What's happening? She yelled out as she grabbed onto the edge of her hot cocoa mug. And then she shrunk a little bit more and lost her grasp. Picky Ida fell right in to the hot cocoa and disappeared. Chapter 2 Picky Ida began to flail her arms as hot chocolate swirled all around her. Then she kicked her feet and started to swim. She swam as hard and as fast as she could, whipping up bubbles of hot chocolate. She opened her mouth to take in a giant gulp of the delicious creamy chocolate and immediately spat it back out. Salt water had flooded her tongue. Disgusting, she wailed as she pursed her lips. Then Picky Ida slowed down and looked around. She wasn't swimming through a sea of hot chocolate anymore. Instead, she was in a crystal blue ocean full of salt water. Off in the distance on the shore was a charming town with an old brick castle 
and tiny red-roofed houses sprinkled all around. Picky Ida thought her mind was playing tricks on her. She felt like she was in one of the old fairy tale books that she read late at night with her flashlight. Picky Ida was an adventuresome goop, and the idea of entering a village that was hundreds of years old was very enticing. So she swam as quickly as she could until she landed on a sandy white beach. She stared up at the fortress walls on the hill and thought to herself, I wonder if they like truffles here. She scrambled ashore and the warm sand slid over her feet. She immediately felt at ease and ready to explore. Picky Ida meandered into the town of red-tiled roofs and started to look for food. At this point, she hadn't eaten in quite some time, and she was feeling very hungry. She was on the search for some macaroni and cheese, or cheese pizza, her two favorite food groups. She wandered through the local food market and saw row after row of fish and vegetables. Picky Ida silently scrunched her face. This was not what she was looking for. As she turned a corner, she came upon a stall full of white truffles, just like the ones she had found with Why Musty. Truffles! She screeched. Why, yes, truffles. My dear, would you like to try one? Asked a very old woman who was sitting deep inside the stall. No, thank you. I think they're disgusting, said Picky Ida, in a sweet little voice. Disgusting? Have you ever tried one? questioned the old woman. Well, yes, as a matter of fact, I have, replied Picky Ida proudly. And how did it taste? asked the old woman. It tasted like... Picky Eda stopped speaking. She had to stop and think what the truffle tasted like. And she realized she hadn't even tasted it. She had swallowed the very tiny piece of truffle as if she were swallowing a pill. She truly had no idea what a truffle tasted like. I thought so, said the old woman as she grinned a toothless smile. Here. In Croatia, we have white truffles, some of the largest white truffles in all the world. They can spread magic. Picky Ida stared at the old woman for a very long time. The old woman just stared back at her, grinning her toothless smile. White magical truffles. In Croatia? Picky Ida finally said. You are exactly right. You're in Croatia, and we have white magical truffles. Would you like one? asked the old woman. Picky Ida wasn't sure how to answer. She felt like she was being tricked again, but she desperately wanted to find out more about white magical truffles. Magic always intrigued her, especially magic in an old fairy tale village. What kind of magic? she asked the old woman. 
the kind you need, said the old woman as she popped a white truffle into her mouth and vanished into thin air. Chapter 3 Pickyita looked around and saw the bustling market. People were moving in and out of stalls and buying vegetables and fish and other goodies, but the old woman was nowhere to be seen. No one seemed to notice Pickyita standing alone in the middle of the market. It was as if the truffle stall was invisible. Not one person walked over to the stall full of white truffles in every size imaginable. Pickyita's hunger kicked in with a vengeance as she stared at the truffles. She took another look around the market and realized she hated all of the food she saw. It was all just fish and vegetables, no pizza and no macaroni and cheese. She slowly walked into the stall and eyeballed the truffles. They looked like lumpy, dirty mushrooms. Pickyita's stomach grumbled. She reached down and picked up the tiniest white truffle she could find. She held it at eye level and asked, What kind of magic do I need? The truffle didn't do anything. It just sat there white and lumpy. Without thinking, Pickyita closed her eyes and popped the white truffle into her mouth and swallowed it whole with one tiny gulp. She didn't feel anything magical. She just stood there waiting for some sort of spell to come over her or some magical sounds to happen. But nothing did. So she opened her eyes to try another truffle. But Picky Ida was no longer in the marketplace. She was in the woods surrounded by tall trees and bushes. Nothing looked familiar and no one was there. As she stood trying to decide her next move, a giant wild boar emerged from the bushes. Picky Ida was standing near a tree and the boar didn't see her, but she saw him. He was snorting around in the bushes, and she could see his tusks pushing up at the sides of his mouth. He was a wild beast, not to be messed with. Picky Ida's heart beat so fast and so loud that she was sure the boar would hear her and charge straight at her. But he continued to shuffle through the dirt searching for something. She stood frozen, not moving. The boar shuffled around and didn't seem to find what he was looking for, so he moved on. As he did, Picky Ida let out a sigh of relief. <sighs> oh, oh, he'll, he'll be, be, back, be back, said a familiar voice that reverberated up Picky Ida's back. Picky Ida whirled around and saw no one. Up here, Up here, called out the voice as Picky Ida looked towards the sky. The giant tree that she had been pressed up against was staring down at her. I'm Dro. That's tree in Croatian. I've been here for a thousand years. That boar will return. Picky Ida was simultaneously scared and excited. She was speaking with a thousand-year-old tree, but there was a wild boar that could come back at any moment. A thousand?
thousand years old. I don't think I've ever had the honor of meeting anyone so old. How amazing you are that you have lived a thousand years, Picky Eda said with wonder in her voice. The tree blushed and bowed just the slightest bit. But you have met me before. You just don't recognize me now, said the tree. Picky Eda's eyes lit up. It's you, the old woman from the truffle stall, exclaimed Picky Eda with delight. The tree nodded. The magic, the magic, what magic do I need? implored Picky Eda. We all need magic, but you need a particular kind, replied Dro. What kind? asked Picky Eda. She desperately wanted Dro to tell her before the wild boar came back. The kind that only an opened mind can bring, replied Dro. Picky Eda thought about this. Her mother had often told her that she had to open up her mind about food, and she would discover magic she never knew existed. Hmm, said Picky Eda as she scrunched up her face. She could feel her mind closing. She didn't like others telling her about her food, and she would immediately close her mind like a steel trap when this happened. But Dro was a thousand years old. She must be full of wisdom. Maybe I should listen to her, thought Picky Eda to herself. Her thoughts were interrupted as she looked up to see the wild boar heading her way. He was staring directly at her with his two sharp tusks. Chapter 4 Picky Eda pressed her back up against Dro, hoping she would swallow her up into her branches. Dro stood tall and proud and did not move a branch. The boar stopped five feet in front of Picky Eda and faced her head on. His brown eyes peered out from his massive head and his two tusks looked like giant upside down fangs. No one moved, not the boar, not Picky Eda, and not Dro. The boar let out a loud, terrifying grunt and then another and then a whole series of grunts as he took a step closer to Picky Eda. Picky Eda looked down and dug her feet into the ground to avoid his eyes. She felt sure the boar was going to charge right at her and she didn't want to watch. The soft forest earth gave way to her force and her feet sunk a little deeper into the ground. As the dirt shifted, white truffles emerged. Picky Eda was so completely mesmerized by the white truffles emerging from the ground that for a moment she forgot about the wild boar and leaned down to pick up a truffle. She lifted it up and stared at it and said, This is magical! At this point, the wild boar was grunting madly and on the verge of charging Picky Eda. But the word magical caught his attention and he suddenly stopped his grunting and said, Magical? 
Pikiida looked up at the boar, who now seemed almost friendly, and maybe even a little shy, and said, Why, yes, it is magical. How? asked the boar shyly. I need some magic. Pikiida had to think quickly. She was making friends with the boar, and she didn't want to lose her moment. Well, it's the most delicious thing you could ever eat, said Pikiida, surprising herself. It is a white truffle. A white truffle? I have heard about those, but they are very hard to find, said the boar. Well, look, said Pikiida, as she glanced down at the white truffles surrounding her feet. There are quite a few right here, and they are for you. The boar was shocked. No one had ever shown him an act of kindness before. He was usually being hunted or insulted. A tiny tear rolled down his cheek as he said, Will you eat with me? Pikiida was so relieved that the boar wasn't going to eat her that she said, Yes, yes, I will. Dro glanced down at her and smiled. Make, Make white, white truffle, truffle pasta. pasta. It is, it is divine, divine, she said. Pikiida leaned down, gathered up all the truffles she could, looked at the boar, and said, Let's make white truffle pasta. So off they went to the market and got some pasta, cream, butter, and cheese. As they passed the truffle stall, Pikiida saw the old woman, who motioned her over with a bent finger. Come with me, she said. She led them back to her kitchen in a tiny red-roofed house. This is where I make my magic. Together, the old woman, Pikiida, and the boar made the white truffle pasta and sat down to eat it. At the very first bite, Pikiida felt like magic was swirling in her mouth. She had truly never tasted anything so creamy and delicious, with just the right texture and taste of truffle. The old woman looked at her and said, You have found your magic. You opened your mind. Then she handed a tiny piece of a white truffle to Pikiida and said, now go back home and keep your magic open. Pikiida smiled and took the piece of truffle. Then she kissed the boar on the head as he blushed and laughed. She closed her eyes and rolled the truffle around her mouth. As she did so, she thought about how it didn't taste very good, raw and uncooked. But she didn't care. She thought about how she couldn't wait to have a cup of hot cocoa and tell why Musty, all about Croatia and the white truffles, the old woman and the boar. When she opened her eyes, she was back in the forest of Goop World with a cup of hot cocoa in her hand. But why Musty was nowhere to be found. Why Musty was lost deep in the Canadian Rockies. But that is a tale for another time. So that's it for this Goop Tale. Thank you for listening. 
I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would ask that you would take just a couple minutes to go to iTunes and leave a rating and review because that really helps me. And if you don't know how to do that, you can go to gooptails.com forward slash reviews and I show you. And now you can go to gooptails.com forward slash episode 42, that's 42, and you can see all of the photos that go with this story. And you can also download a free Gooptails coloring book. And don't forget to look in the photos where I have my photo editor hide a tiny, tiny image of the goop. So in this case, Picky Ida is going to be hidden in all the photos. So make sure and look for her and find her. So that's it. And I will see you next time, hopefully very, very soon, with Why Musty, who is lost in the Canadian Rockies. Thanks for listening. And until next time, make every day a goop day.